Hey, welcome you to the Dwayne and Jennifer show. 79th episode. Wow. Stick around. Stick around. Hey, so Jennifer, yes, what, are we, what are we going to talk about today? Well, other than Rogaine, does it work or not, which is the hair growth medicine. Not funny. <laughs> A little bit funny, Kojak. Anyway, um, we're going to talk about uh, like insecurity or, or fear of man, praise of man, different times we, we've acted out of that. So, well, that, I mean, so. So I it's guess pretty I, much going to be Jennifer's podcast today because I can't relate to that. Right. I know. You've always been like solid. As a rock. As a rock. Hey, don't they call you the rock? They do. <laughs> Me and Dwayne Johnson. Right. You are uh, the rock. Funny story. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is funny. Funny story. Um, I won't tell you where because I don't, but uh, I won't tell you what church or whatever, but I was on a platform. Yeah, you were. And there was uh, a handful of pastors on the platform, and this the host of the gathering was introducing us. And um, he knew me pretty well. He knew my last name. He knew who I was. But I think it was just my overall physique and who I was standing. Who you were standing? Who, I mean, as I was standing there, uh-huh. he just introduces me as Dwayne Johnson. Right. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, right. and and I think it's probably more just my physical physique because uh-huh. Dwayne just the Rock, association. Absolutely, we're we're you know, it wasn't the first name; it was the physical physique. Yeah, I think that's and it. the bald hair. Yeah, you know. that's it. That's it. Um, one more point before we jump in. I would live on that um, for an, a lifetime. Babe. Have you? You just I've just noticed my jaw hurting recently. <laughs> Are we turning to the internet right now for medical advice? Because no, that's but, a new low. What are you talking about? I'm just making reference. I figured out it's probably you. <laughs> I'm clenching my teeth, and it's when you talk they tighten. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, that was a, that was that was a joke. But um, yeah, I've got an issue. I've been noticing it recently, and but it has it's unrelated to you. Oh, so wh- why did you bring that up? They hurt today. Your jaw. And I haven't done a ton of talking. Oh. So I'm like, why did my why does my jaw hurt? I think it's just this unhealthy clenching on my teeth. Right, because you, you're a grinder. Um, it has been said that of the past. Yeah, okay, well, good. So, interesting topic today. Yeah. Insecurities, fears, and how, if not perceived, how they motivate us. Right. Correct? That's right. kind of where we want to go. Yeah. So, Jennifer and I are getting in touch with ourselves yes we are <laughs> we're going to deep waters <laughs> right uh-huh. but I, oh, well i've always been deep i've just been waiting there for a long time <laughs> you've been, been out the there just, just calling me to come out and i've just been afraid you. you've been in the shallow end for a long Tinkle, time you know just getting in there with my toes yep. you know um but I, i'm venturing out i'm yeah. going those deep waters and so the term self-aware yeah i think is a um it, I think it's a, a necessary understanding that we're be, the, I mean, the more self-aware we are, the better it is. Sure. And, you know, I always just, I mean, just recently been dialing into, I, I think it was um, Mr. John Calvin. I'm not a massive um, five-point Calvinist, but in this, he made this really interesting statement. And he says, the more you know God, the closer you're to God, the more you know yourself. And the more you know yourself, the greater you'll be able to love God. And I think that there is this 
becoming more and more aware of why you do what you do. Yeah, yeah. And that is, I think, an incredibly healthy um, way of of just looking at your life, examining yeah. your life. And so, why did I lash out? Yeah. Why does she make me mad uh-huh. when she does this? <laughs> why am I passive aggressive? What? <laughs> it's really bad when on a podcast, that's when I use it as a platform to correct. <laughs> it uh, is that's not good. Not the best. No, but it's that, I think self-aware mm-hmm. is self-awareness. I think just being self-aware is, mm-hmm. I'm just seeing more and more how it is so necessary even in our journey of yeah. becoming like Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree, Dwayne. And I think it's it's asking those questions of yourself and listening for the answers. You know what I mean? Because often we'll just, I remember going home from different events and going, why did I do that? Why did I say that? Why did I act like that when I felt threatened, when I felt insecure, when I felt unsafe? Why did yeah. I do that? Yeah. And so, and just there's an answer to those questions. Yeah. We often don't want to hear the answer, but I think it's a it's a time to ask deep questions. I you know, just like we've talked a lot about, you know, COVID kind of put the whole globe in a pause, yeah. reflect, right. Very much take a stock your life. Where am I going? What am I doing? I mean, everything has shifted since COVID. Right. Uh, the way <clears throat> people do church, the way people don't go back to church. Yep the way offices are run. I mean, there's just reflection that caused change. Yes. And so I think let's seize the moment. There's still a season of reflection and let's make that cause change. Yes. And I, and I, you know, it's, I think that the combination of us coming together early on in our marriage, Mm -hmm. I think we, we have always had a certain amount of frankness. Yeah between each other and i think that um both you and i have really sought to develop our relational skills and in developing our relation skills you also then get in touch with a little bit of your own jacked up brokenness right and even really look back and examine your formation and how you've developed and how you've grown and and i think you and i are personally even another season of just going through that yes and and I find it incredibly helpful. You know, I, it was um, the good Sarah Sarah Haggerty. She said something that she's re- an author, by the way, that writes phenomenal books. Yeah. So I'm, look her up if you don't know who she is. Yeah, I'm very impressed. I'm just really blessed by her, like impressed by her. And so we were having a conversation about specific ministries and the fruit of their ministries, and yeah. it was ministries like focused on men women and, and ministries focused on women specifically and she was we were just talking about you know the need for them should we use them and should we should they be a part of our our, our discipleship journey what's that all look like and she made a very like um what what you know and i've actually heard this since then but she made this powerful statement that really half the time these ministries that are focused on identity and focused on even manhood and all of these things really it is just to get you in touch with your own story yeah and she just highlighted the the health and all of that of just 
reflecting and going over your own story. Mm-hmm. And then what's that podcast we're listening to? What's the guy's name? Gary the play, uh, Gary Busey? Was that what it was? <laughs> Gary Busey. <laughs> Sorry. You got to be old as like me. That's going to ring a bell with That's you. That's hilarious. He was a crackpot. What's the... Uh, um, the place we find ourselves. The place we find ourselves. Adam Young. Adam Young. Called? Sure, I'm going to go with you. So this guy named Adam Young has got a podcast called The Place Where We Find Ourselves. We, we listened to a couple episodes. <sighs> and um, it's just incredibly powerful to to reflect, be aware of your journey, mm-hmm. and then mine it. Mm-hmm. What is needing to be changed? What is needing to be strengthened? Yeah, matured? For sure, for sure. What is needing to be healed? And there's just power in that. And so we want to talk today, though, about just that place of not knowing but yet insecurities are there yeah and how you seek to fill them yeah so um we're going to actually start in a what might sound an odd place but follow with us the book of song of solomon Mm -hmm. jen give us a quick blurb how Uh, do you interpret how do you read the book Okay, well, da, 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 da. First of all, Solomon wrote 1,105 1, songs? 1,005 Okay, sorry. Songs. I, was, I was exaggerating by 100. You bad boy. He wrote 1,005 songs. Mm-hmm. Of this, this song was the song of all songs. It was yes. his best song. Epic. Epic song. So just, you know, brief, brief, brief. Uh, it was a, na- it's a natural love story, truly written, you know, from a man to a woman. Yep. Um, but also it can be interpreted through the lens of us growing in our mature love for the Lord and developing, you know, in that whole process of maturing in love and going through various seasons, you know, from the new believer to the mature believer at the end and all the different seasons that shape us and, uh, you know, difficulties, obstacles, blessings, all of that. So it's such like, da, 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 da. So it's an allegory, metaphor? It, it's, well, I read it from the spiritual interpretation. And so. Huh, okay. <laughs> and, but I'm not alone. Right. Oh, no. Gosh, and no. and so that's, that's helpful to know that it's only the last, I think, 100, 150 years that people have said, oh, no, 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 it's nothing more it's than only a natural a love, love story. story. Yeah. I mean, even in Jewish culture today. Right. Like today, yes. the the original audience, you know, the yes. Jewish people, they view it as God calling us to Himself. Yes, that He's the bridegroom, we're His bride. Yeah. Um. So it, it exists today. I mean, this is you know we've taught this together and done like twenty four sessions. So a blurb cannot do it justice. But do your own research. Well, I think it's just. Um, no, I, I have great confidence in, in our our interpretation. Yeah. It's not a book to be um, interpreted, only to be interpreted as a literal love song. Right. And so there's there's a lot of uh, f- different ways to in- in- interpret it. So what verse were you wanting us to look at? Uh, well, hold on. Let me just say this one thing. And oh, jeez. <laughs> perk up, son. Um, and I have... I mean, this book has changed my life. Yes. So it's not like, oh, cool book. It's like, oh, this book. Yeah. And it has given me language when I had no language, you know, for what I was walking through times that I was thought I was falling away from the Lord. I found myself in this storyline 
as you see the bride walk through difficulty and you see the bridegroom interact with her in that way and it just shed light on my journey with the Lord yes. and gave me hope to endure. Yep. And so that's why I love it so much. I yep. see myself in it and I believe the church can see herself in it, grow and see the Lord taking us on a journey into mature love but it's a process. Come on, church. Come on, church. So that's the quickest part of that. So I want to, well, let me just back up a story. I want to tell you a story and then I want to, you know, highlight this verse. Um, so I had uh, moved to another city over in a different country. And I'm on staff with a missions organization. And I'm... I'm just all in, like all in, right? So I show Wait, up. Wait, am I there? You're there. But not yet but in the we're picture. Not, we're not an item yet, bud. All right. Then. Right? I mean, okay. you may have been daydreaming about me at this point. I don't know. I know I was focused on the Lord. Um, anyway, hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, okay. I've read your journals. It seems like you were pretty obsessed. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> I showed up. And it almost, I mean, my parents had just split up. I had been longing to do missions since I was 16. And I show up and I'm like all in, ready to go. And I'm, you know, volunteering here, there, and everywhere. And I'm, I'm you know, meant to organize 150 volunteers for this outreach, you know, from the city. And so there's different teams coming in and different local churches. And I'm the one organizing that and placing them in different positions. And administration is not my strength. Like I can do it when it has a start and a stop. I don't love it, but you know what I mean? hundred percent. I'm very much in your world. You're in my world. So I mean, I'm the same. I mean, right. So I'm doing it and, and I'm getting like kudos. Like people are going, oh my gosh, this girl, she's got it going on. And a friend of mine was on the leadership team, like top, top, top leadership team. And she said, hey, are your ears ringing? They're talking about you at the leadership team. You know, I'm 21 years old. Totally. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I start doing more. I start working harder. So I end up um volunteering for everything you know getting super involved loving it not sleeping enough and then i'm in charge of you know we're, we're going to go on this outreach team in the former um eastern Bloc countries and so this is another outreach now uh yeah so okay. leaving one city leading with a team going to another city so we're going to moscow right so this is just after the wall has fallen we're going to Moscow. You can't, communism is in theory, it's over, but in, in practice, it hasn't made its way to anything yet. Right, 100%. So we have to drive only when it's daylight. As soon as the, the sun sets, we've got to stop, set up our camp, otherwise you'll get a fine. It, there's all these things, it's just crazy. So what should be, you know, I don't know, a 20 hour drive is, days it's days and i'm the cook so i've got a and there's 50 people on the team i'm 21 so years old it's you're everybody's on a bus yes like a a uh a school bus basically there's no uh, bathroom it was a little it. bit more than a school bus yeah it was more yeah. like a travel bus but it didn't have a bathroom on it and so you're having to pull over set up a kitchen cook for everybody 
put it all back then together, pack it up, that yeah. whole thing. So, so it's like taking forever. Taking forever. And so, you know, you get to pull up the gas burners, do the whole thing. And before that, I've got to prepare the menu for a month. So it's, it's, I have to prepare for when we're traveling on the road, how to, what kind of meals can we cook? You can only, you can't use fresh ingredients. You got to do everything in a tin can, you know, the thing. And then I'm different, uh, it's different measurement systems. So I'm not familiar enough yet with gram. I mean, you know, the whole metric system. So I'm like, ah, and everything in me is, I know I have got to do a good job because people are talking good about me. I have to be the best. I got to be the best staff member they've ever had. So I'm going for, I'm working hard. I'm in the, you know, the play and preaching the gospel. Blah, 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 blah. Well, I end up like crashing because I, you know, I haven't been sleeping. There's a few little situations on the team that make it extra complicated. And Some relational blah, blah, blah. complexities. Relational complexities. I'm kind of labeled in a way that is very damaging to my character. And as, and, and you know, I actually get removed from my position on the team because they decide that I am, I, I'm just almost in sin and I'm weak. And everything in me is like, what? So my identity is being shaken because I was just being talked about by Floyd McClung, right, right. the leader of this whole thing. And now I'm on an outreach team and I'm told like, you know, all you can't even run the kitchen. basically. I, except, well, no, I, I couldn't be in the drama anymore. I couldn't do this anymore. I couldn't have a small group, but I could do the kitchen, <laughs> <laughs> which ew, that was the worst part. So it rains every day that we're there, but one. We're sleeping in canvas tents. There's slugs inside the tent. You know, in the middle of, I mean, like Moscow, else, yeah, 1991, 1990, 90. And so, and there's not much of a uh, a place to cook. So sometimes I have to cook in the bathroom. You know, it's just gross totally. and it's hard. And it, anyway, there's so many details that make it a really colorful story. But I'm not going to go there. So, I am. I'm having a bad day. I'm humiliated. I am aware that my reputation is on the line. I feel so outcast and misunderstood. And the Lord speaks to me. And he speaks to me from Song of Solomon. And I just want to read this to you. Okay, Song of Solomon. So it, it's, it's hard to not do this justice because there's so many good things in here. But it, it's um, verse uh, 1, 5. I am dark but lovely. O daughters of Jerusalem, like the tents of Kedar and the curtains of Solomon. So the tents of Kedar are black, right? So they knew that. Cur curtains of Solomon are sparkling white. So the contrast, I'm dark but lovely. So my sinfulness, my, you know, rotten, you know, heart is wicked and deceitful, all of that. I'm aware of that. I yeah. am absolutely aware of that. But that's not the whole story of who I am. Yes. I am still lovely. Right. Lovely because I'm being looked at through the finished work of the cross. Right. But I, I'm feeling it. So I am dark but lovely. And then do not look upon me because I'm dark, because the sun has tanned me. Now, this is interesting because I want to be tan. But in this culture, the fairer the skin, it was more of a royalty or a noble position because someone with dark skin was out working in the fields. 
So this is a shepherd girl and she is tanned. She looks normal. She looks human. Her frame is being seen. So I'm feeling this. Do not look upon me. I'm embarrassed about how I've acted. I realize now I was living for the praise of man. It didn't work. It backfired. I'm humiliated. And now people actually think I'm crazy. Like there was a thought that I was actually mentally unstable you know awful so but then this is what the lord says that from this verse my mother's sons were angry with me so mother often speaks of the church the sons those in position in the church of the body of christ were angry with me they made me the keeper of the vineyards but my own vineyard i have not kept so i was spinning the plates putting in the hours, not sleeping because I had a reputation to maintain. And I did it not because people were evil and bad, but because they would give me praise if I did a good job. Yes. And so, so the, they made me keep my, the vineyard. So they made it, but you're going, I voluntarily. Yes. And I, I, I was taken I advantage didn't, of. I didn't look after myself. Right. Yes. So some people are actually taken advantage of. I let myself be worked right. hard yep. because I wanted more praise. I yes. was getting drunk on the praise that was coming my direction. Yes. And so, and the Lord's going, you did that, but my own vineyard I've not kept. So my own love for the Lord just to sit at his feet and be with him, it wasn't enough anymore. It was, I needed the praise of man. And through that experience of being humiliated and mistreated and misunderstood, the Lord caused me to return to him. You know what I mean? And so it marked me. Like I saw how far off the mark I could go. And wow. it actually scared me. Wow. And that I would so quickly trade in my love for Jesus for my love for the praise of man. Wow. And it's a little terrifying. And so I've had cycles since then too it's not i wish this were a one and done but i've struggled a time or two with this and getting back to the place of my identity is in god period whether i sit in a chair and do nothing the rest of my life his love for me does not change that i mean it's a <clears throat> I wonder if part of our problem and I'm, you know, I'm not putting you under the bus here. I'm, I think it's all of us. Um, I wonder if we don't fully, you know, when, when we are taught the gospel, I wonder if when we are, when the gospel is not preached, we respond. And then those initial first, you know, I'm, I'm going to use the word essential ideas, theological truths, yes. when they're not properly set in place, yeah. it makes the journey that much harder. Right. And, and so, you know, that I'm dark, but lovely. I've seen that passage, not, ha I've seen it abused. Yes. So it's a license where I can, you know, I'm lovely to God. So he loves me in my weakness, but I still can kind of fudge and pursue right but that that's not what it's talking no. about. it's actually talking about that uh i'm lovely in the first first place is because of the bro because of the cross yeah that the redemption and the power of jesus's blood i am now a new creation yes and then sanctification is i'm i'm i'm, I'm dark meaning 
oh my gosh, I didn't know that was there. But my state before God is I am a new creation. Yes. I've been born again. Mm -hmm. And that now is my position. My legal identity is right. I'm, 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 uh, legal identity is different than my living condition. Yes. And sanctification minds the gap. And so I think that that if if we were more just properly lay the mm-hmm. theological foundations. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to highlight here Second Corinthians five verse seventeen. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. And, and so having that firmly, mm-hmm. okay, so I have now been brought into Christ. Yes. And this is the most beautiful thing of the gospel is that now when the father looks at me, he sees the work of his son. Yeah. And then in that, I am now a new creation. Yeah. So I've been born again. And so that is my state. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so that to me is a is a, a foundational truth that if it was laid properly mm-hmm. and then to the point where you believed it right. and felt it and yeah. popped some of your bubbles, perhaps mm-hmm. you wouldn't have been so... Uh, motivated to define yourself by your works because I'm I'm this is my starting point does that make sense yeah I think there's a strong possibility well I'm not saying I am not saying that you won't have the struggle like I'm not saying that but I do wonder like in my own journey even if I would really like I'm I'm thinking in my own journey if I had really understood some self foundational truths yes that I that that in the in my journey of conversion, you know, I got saved as a young kid, but in that, in that, those important truths, yes, if they would have been more settled into me, <clears throat> and I would have wrestled with them and understood them, <clears throat> even first and foremost, like in my, in my thinking, my intellect, and then allowed it to impact how I feel, yeah. my emotional side, I think it would have been really helpful for Absolutely. me. Absolutely, I lived in fear of losing my salvation every day in the early period of, of my walk with the Lord. Like I, I literally believed that if I stole a grape at the grocery store and got hit by a car on the way home before I confessed that as sin, I would die and go to hell. Um, that's not accurate. <laughs> no. No, so, but it's... So to your point that, yeah, it, that laying the proper foundation is absolutely critical yes. now the lord relayed the foundation and has done a lot in my life yes and that's why the extravagant affection of god goes so so deep in me because i was just wrecked yeah and and didn't understand how a beautiful holy god could truly love a weak broken person who had sinful desires uh-huh and then I see it in Song of Solomon, and I see it in the Gospels, and I see it in the Book of Romans, and I see it in the way that, you know, Hosea and Gomer have this interaction so that the Lord highlights his heart as a bridegroom for his people Israel. Totally. I mean, it's just extravagant yep. affection that the Lord has that he, he shows to human beings. Yes. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. And so, but yet I was so caught up in trying to impress a human being when I already had the eyes of God. Yeah. It's a mess. 
It's a mess. You're a mess. I know. I'm a mess. But it's that need to to have the pleasure of man. Yeah. I mean the 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 favor of man, the the nods of men. Mm-hmm. And when we get it set right. Yeah. And for me, this podcast is just a simple reminder. Yes. I think many of you are listening. You guys are going, hey, um, Duh. what you're sharing is not <laughs> new. But it, to me, because it's it's the peeling of the onion. It's going to the mm-hmm. nether level. Mm-hmm. And it's that reminder of coming back around. Yes, absolutely. And, and just in a fresh new way, I think both of us are reexamining some things in our mm-hmm. lives. And in a fresh and a new way, wanting to get this set correctly. Yeah. Where... That stripping away, it leaves you bare before the Lord, mm-hmm. these experiences, mm-hmm. but it's actually in being raw before the Lord, mm-hmm. um, where I think then true, tr- where change can happen and where truth gets set. Yeah. And I think we will never outgrow the impact of God's love. Like even oh, in eternity, sure. yeah, we're sure. going to still be. Just being overwhelmed by his love. Yes, for sure. And so certainly this side of eternity, yep. you know, I think I've figured it out and then I get hit with another angle of it and my mind is blown again at how excessive this love is. Yes. And in my finite frame, you know, I get to my capacity and then this extravagant divine love hits me again and expands my capacity. Now there's room for more. Yes. And that's just the journey of us growing into mature love. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. <coughs> well, Jennifer, I uh, first and foremost, thank you. <laughs> I don't get it. Why are you laughing? That was genuine. <laughs> hey, Dwayne, you're welcome. Yeah, man. No, I appreciate, you know, um, something my wife does well is just being vulnerable and sharing some of her journey. And so, but I think that, um, I do want to highlight though mm-hmm. your sin. But <laughs> <No>, you <laughs> <laughs> just focus in on that. No, I think just because uh, it was in that season where we started. It was uh, shortly months, after months that, after yeah. that where we started to date. Yeah, and um, and I remember that. And so I want to highlight because she didn't highlight this that in that season there's actually been restoration with those people Mm -hmm. so i do want to highlight that Mm -hmm. but in that season um i i was thinking these people are off the leadership Mm -hmm. and i didn't know it was it was kind of post that you sort of shared me a little bit and i'm thinking these people are crazy Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you might not have had that exact perspective during that right (coughs) but it's even in when we are in mistreated, because yes. I would put that in the category, you're yes, mistreated. I was mistreated. And in and the, I left out a bunch of details that would prove it. Yes, yeah. but she was truly mistreated in that season. But it it, it, it collides with your your need to be known and, yeah. and praise of men yeah. in that season. And the Lord used and the it Lord to used highlight it. that. And that's where in his... God's unbelievable ability to lead us and then to bring us to maturity he uses broken people and and in the main you know it's just one of those principles in the kingdom is that you you walk out forgiveness and in all that season but so that's where I just want to highlight that yeah those were those were 
they mistreated you and they were wrong, mm-hmm. but still God used it for purposes Absolutely. in your life. And so now I can look back at it with gratefulness yeah. and I don't have a tinge of, whoo, I wish I'd never gone on that trip. I yeah, go, oh yeah. God, thank you. Come on. Thank you for that. Come on, church. Yeah. That's why I love her. <laughs> That's why I love her. She's a jewel. <laughs> I'm a jewel and you're a keeper. Oh, come on. Here we are. Hey guys, um, we're going to bring this uh, podcast to an end. We're shutting her down. We're shutting her down. It's just her voice is just too much. I'm done. So <laughs> He's um, actually convicted. He's going to go and cry. <laughs> so, uh, hey, if this is... Uh, <coughs> hey, if this is interesting to you, um, pass it on. Share with your friends. Spread the love. And, uh, subscribe. Ring subscribe, that bell. Ring the bell. But All truly, um, we, we truly have fun with this, but also we want it to just be that place of reference to help people in their journey. So much grace. Until next time, All may right, the good guys. news may the good news be with you.